Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. I'll tell you what, over the course of the commercial break, I have just become aware of some absolutely fascinating news, uh, breaking news, uh, as a matter of fact, and it has to do with Amazon. Uh, specifically, their CEO, Jeff Bezos, has announced that he will be stepping down this year as CEO, taking on uh, a new role. I have here from GeekWire uh, a statement delivered by Jeff Bezos. Let me read it to you in its entirety. This is absolutely stunning. If you remember Jeff Bezos, uh, up until relatively recently when uh, Elon Musk uh, took over as richest man on the planet, uh, it was Jeff Bezos who occupied uh, the wealthiest person on the planet role for some time. Uh, Anyway, again, big news here. Jeff Bezos stepping down as CEO of Amazon, specifically in the third quarter of this year. Here is his statement. I'm going to read it to you uh, verbatim, uh, as reported by GeekWire. Amazon is what it is because of invention. We do crazy things together and then make them normal. We pioneered customer reviews, one-click, personalized recommendations, Prime's insanely fast shipping, just walk-out shopping, the Climate Pledge, Kindle, Alexa, Marketplace, infrastructure, cloud computing, career choice, and much more. If you do it right, a few years after a surprising invention, the new thing has become normal. People yawn. That yawn is the greatest compliment an inventor can receive. When you look at our financial results, what you're actually seeing are the long-run cumulative results of invention. Right now, I see Amazon as its most inventive ever, making it an optimal time for this transition. Huh. The text here comes from uh, an email which was distributed uh, throughout Amazon's infrastructure, Amazon employees uh, receiving this word. I'll continue the email. It reads, as executive chair, which will be his new position uh, after stepping down as CEO, Uh, Returning to the email, as exec chair, I will stay engaged in important Amazon initiatives, but also have the time and energy I need to focus on the Day One Fund, the Bezos Earth Fund, Blue Origin, the Washington Post, and my other passions. I've never had more energy, and this isn't about retiring. I'm super passionate about the impact I think these organizations can have. Uh, absolutely stunning. What will it mean? Here, you know what I want to do? After, after becoming a, an armchair uh, day trader with the GameStop and stuff, uh, let's have a, a look at what Amazon stock is trading at right now. I'm just going to uh, Google this alongside you. Uh, okay, so uh, we are into after hours trading by about 22 minutes, but 
uh, in after hours trading uh, from close. Uh, the price is down about a quarter of a percent. It's moving around right now and probably still responding to this news. But tomorrow uh, is going to be a, a real day to look at uh, the the stock valuation, the stock price rather of of Amazon.com right now trading at thirty. $380 uh, per share. That was the amount per share at closing today, down in after hours, $11. Uh, but tomorrow, tomorrow, check out Amazon stock, see what that's doing. Fascinating stuff. Uh, and I'm grateful here that we have this announcement. Uh, well, rather, I'm, gr- I'm grateful that we have the statement uh, because, you know, you when you hear word like that, in fact, that's how I heard it first, and we kind of uh, piece by piece put together the supporting information. Uh, at first, it was just that Jeff Bezos was stepping down as Amazon CEO. You naturally think of a number of things. You think about health. Uh, you think about scandal. You think about, well, any number of things. Uh, and I am grateful to hear that uh, you know all are healthy, <laughs> and it wasn't something forced upon him, and that he uh, will continue to have uh, such an influential position in the company that he himself founded, what, almost 30 years ago, 27 years ago? Huh. All right. That's the big story. Jeff Bezos stepping down as CEO. And the third quarter is when that's supposed to take place. A uh, new CEO uh, stepping in. All right. I do have about, let's see, five and a half minutes or so. That's enough time. Uh, I want to talk to you quickly about the Nobel Peace Prize uh, and about who finds themselves nominated, who receives it, and, uh, and ask the question, has it become a little too political in recent years? Your Majesties, Your Royal Highnesses, distinguished members of the Norwegian Nobel Committee, citizens of America and citizens of the world, I receive this honor with deep gratitude and great humility. I accept this award on behalf of a civil rights movement which is moving with determination and a majestic scorn for risk and danger to establish a reign of freedom and a rule of justice. Let us all together thank God for this beautiful occasion where we can all together proclaim the joy of spreading peace, the joy of loving one another. They are the voices of three recipients of the Nobel Peace Prize. Did you recognize them? First one, President Barack Obama. The second, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And the third, Mother Teresa. Yeah, all recipients of the Nobel Peace Prize. One of the interesting quirks about the uh, the Nobel Prize is that the nominations are kept secret for 50 years. One of the terms of the of the organization is that all the nominations, uh, you know, unless the person nominated or the person doing the nominating uh, chooses to disclose that the list, excuse me, the list is kept secret. So we don't know. We don't know the full uh, exhaustive list of all those nominated for the 2020 Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, but we do know, we do know a few of the names because either they themselves or those nominating uh, have made it public. I want to read you some of the names here and then I want to go back to the foundation of the award. How, uh, through Arthur Nobel's will, 
he established the first five uh, Nobel Prizes, setting aside some money for those worthy of their receipt. Uh, But in the category of peace prize, there are a few nominees of which we are aware uh, this year. So let me read let me read this this list to you. And then I want to ask you the question, has this prize become too political? Has the prize become political? Here's a list of the names. First up, Jared Kushner. Jared Kushner. Uh, next up, Avi Berkowitz. That's Kushner's deputy. Uh, next up, Stacey Abrams. Stacey Abrams making headlines today for being the most recent nominee revealed for her work. Former President Donald Trump. Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny. If that's how I pronounce that, my apologies if I got that wrong. Uh, I think we learned today uh, about Alexei's fate. Probably going to spend just shy of three years in a Russian prison. Uh, Next up, teen climate activist Greta Thunberg. And then uh, one of the interesting quirks of the the Peace Prize, uh, any of the prizes really, is that the, the prize can be split between up to three individuals. Up to three individuals can share... Uh, the top spot in any of the uh, five original, now six categories for which the prize is awarded. I'm focusing on the on the Peace Prize here. There are others, of course. Uh, now, up to three people can split, but organizations can be nominated. And two of the organizations which have been revealed to be nominated this year, the World Health Organization and Black Lives Matter. Now, uh, I, I, I crave, I want to know the rest of the list. I want to so badly uh, know the rest of the list. But do you, do you think, at least by looking at this list here, seeing uh, people representing you know, the, the far extremes of the political spectrum, at least here in the United States, is it possible to deny that this has become a political prize? Or at least a, a political tool for those uh, who nominate? I don't know. I hope not. I grew up. I grew up thinking of the Nobel Peace Prize and the various prizes offered by the the organization as something that transcended politics, something that transcended the fodder for such debate and division here in the United States. Can I keep thinking that way or have times changed too dramatically? I don't know. Quick break. When we return, very much looking forward to uh, the final half hour of today's program. We are focused like a laser on the distribution of the COVID-19 vaccine here in the state of Utah. Yesterday, we heard from representatives with the Salt Lake County Health Department. We opened the phones. We opened the text line. Gave you a chance to ask directly those in charge of distributing the vaccine. Today, we move on to Utah County. Do you have a question for the Utah County Health Department? 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. Send your questions in now. Then get ready to hop on the phone yourself. That's all ahead here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com 
or wherever you get your podcasts.